Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 80, and I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey. My name's Chloe. And this is the eighth episode in a series that we're calling Fact Check, where we're taking phrases that we hear in culture and stuff like that and holding it up against a scripture in James and figuring out if it's truism, if it's earthly wisdom and all of that. And that's the best recap I can give. So I'm going to throw it over to Adam. (laughs) Well, as you can tell, something has crawled up in my nose and hung out. So. (laughs) He's a little under the weather. Uh, yeah, I've got a got a little, little bit of cold or whatever you want to call it. Um, we stopped calling it colds in our house. We started calling it cold vids. Then we mixed COVID and colds together. That's yes. what we call it now. No, no one knows what, anymore. Right? Uh, cold Rona is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some leftovers or something. Right. Cold. Yes. Anyway, um, you can tell that's the case. And so, um, yeah, what Chloe said it's correct. That's what we're series that we're in right now is we're just taking you know little things that seem to be nuggets of wisdom that float around, right? Become extremely popular because we are in this, or I think we're coming out of it, but we have been in this um, meme culture, mm-hmm. right? Um, where because of social media platforms and the way that they were designed, that we have been in this sort of throw up some sort of little smart little you know, catchy phrase or funny or whatever it is mm-hmm. normally, but a lot of them are these, just, they seem like little nuggets of wisdom. Right. And so, um, and oftentimes they're a comic strip type style or picture or, you know, quote to whatever it may be. Um, and what we found is that there's a lot of wisdom and, you know, whether it's false wisdom or not, but guidance that we're getting from those things in the world that, uh, maybe we should check some of these before we just start sharing them non-stop. And so we just have been picking some of the big ones. And so this is episode 80. Yep. And this is number eight of this series. This yes. is a long series because there's so many of these things. Yeah, we're just scratching um, the surface, I feel yeah. like. Matter of fact, when we came up with this idea, um, we were like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then we sat down to come up with some uh, some of these examples and we couldn't come up with any nope and then we brought somebody else in the room and couldn't come up with any at all and then somehow or another though we've ended up with at least 10 i think right. there's going to be 11 or 12 of these in this series by the time we're done right um because once you start thinking about them you start you just start thinking about all of them and so yeah. um we've covered a bunch of them so far like yolo and the the puddles and and oceans one right mm-hmm. which is don't jump a puddle for somebody who wouldn't cross the ocean for you don't or cross don't, the ocean yeah, for somebody for, who wouldn't jump a puddle for you yes. whatever it is the second one um, was right you know <laughs> going the extra distance for somebody who wouldn't go do nothing for you right, right. And so um, and we've covered a ton of them and all we're doing is we're going okay here's what we hear in the culture here's the here's the common wisdom that we want to believe like every single one of these Chloe and I are sitting there and going. I kind of want to believe this. Like, I kind of want to follow yes. this. I kind of like it. There's right? a part of you that's like, oh. Yeah, there's part of you that's like, yeah, this is true. This yeah, is what are you talking it about? It resounds with Right, you. which is why I think they get shared so much, because everybody's like, yeah, you know. Um, but then when you when you really look at it, especially when you put it up against James chapter 3, 14 through 17, right? Extremely valuable piece of scripture for us on what is false wisdom versus what is what is godly wisdom, right? Um, what is true wisdom is the, is the word that, that James would, I think, would use. And so you know, when we start to throw it up against that scripture, 
what we realize is that most of these don't hold water. I mean, they got holes all in them that just don't, just are not, they're not godly wisdom. And so right. here's here's the filter that you get from James three. We've been talking about this literally for like eight, seven, eight weeks right now. So I don't want to recap it, but so much. But if you look at that, if you look at that piece of scripture, what you get is an immediate filter to be able to throw any of these wisdom nuggets through. Um, and determine whether or not you should be living your life by it or not, and especially whether you should be sharing it, you know, or, right. or passing it on to your children or those that are, you know, following you real quick, right? Which, as Christ followers, I mean, shouldn't we be doing this with everything before we decide that we're going to stake our life on it? I mean, yeah. shouldn't we be putting anyway? So this scripture gives you this quick little filter. Here's the filter. Um, he says that. Here's what false wisdom is. It's earthly, it's unspiritual, and it's demonic. Right? Earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. There's your threefold filter. When he says earthly, what he means is he's focused on the here and the now. Like it's a right now, right here um, thing. And every time we focus on the right here, right now, we are usually into a bad space. We're usually into sinfulness when we're talking about right here, right now. Right. Um, that's why YOLO didn't hold up at all, right? It immediately failed. Mm-hmm. Um, then he says it's unspiritual. All that means is that it's about all your your own power, not God's power, right? It's completely void of the Holy Spirit's power in this world and in us. And so it's unspiritual means it's all about your own power. And then demonic sounds crazy, right? But it's not. What he means by demonic is he just means it's you-centered. You're at the center of it. You're on the throne, right? Um, And so anytime God is not on the throne, we would deem that demonic. Um, And so that's all that means. And so if you take these little things, throw them to that filter, what you should see is if it fails or not. And so, um, by the way, if it fails one, Chloe and I have figured out now that we've done this so many times, if it fails one, what does it do, Chloe? It fails all of them one way or another. It fails all of them one way or another, right? Because I think this is the genius behind this. And so, of course, then... What that would lean us to see is that the the opposite, the antithesis of this would be what true wisdom is. It's eternal, not earthly. So it means it's eternity focused. It's Holy Spirit led, not unspiritual, which means it's all about God's power. And it's holy instead of demonic, which means it's God-centered instead of us-centered. And that's the wisdom we should be looking for in this world. That's the wisdom we should be letting guide our lives. And that's for sure the wisdom that we should be sharing Um, whether it's in a meme or on Facebook or whatever it is, and especially with our children and those that follow us. And so today's one is a good one, and this one makes me mad. I wish my nose was not stuffed up um, because I would like to go off on this one. But I'm a little under the weather, so I'm going to probably be subdued. But uh, when I hear this phrase, I hate this phrase. I hate it with a passion. I cannot stand when I see it shared in its different iterations. It drives me nuts. I absolutely despise it. And I hate it when I hear it in the church. And so mm-hmm. today's one is a simple one. It's only three words. Um, Chloe, tell us which one it is. Today's phrase is people don't change. People don't change. People don't change. Right. I, I just did a quick Google search on images for this one. Mm-hmm. And it came back with thousands. Right. Oh, they yeah. were all You type this in and they were all memes. Mm-hmm. And here's the gist of some. So here's one of them. People don't change. They reveal who they really are. Here's one. Some people will see, will will never change. They will never learn. So stop wasting your time on them. Come. And then here's one. It's terrible. People don't change. If anything, you get more set in your ways as you get older, not less. 
Right now, you read that one and you want to go. Well, people do get more sudden ways when they get older. <laughs> it is it is hard to teach an old dog new tricks, right? You know, like, but you're going. People don't. Can can you even be a Christ follower and believe this statement that people don't check? Like, I don't know if you can. I think that if you have this sense of if you have this deep, this is this is going to get this is where I'm going to get myself in trouble right here because I don't like to say stuff like this, but. <laughs> If you have this deep sense of that this is the truth, there's this cynicism in you that is you're so cynical at this point that you say people don't change and you really firmly believe this in your soul. I don't know if that can jive with you being a follower of Christ. I think you it, might have it to. Can't. I think you have to check your salvation. Yeah. Like I don't think yeah. you, I don't think you saved. Like yeah. I'm gonna be that blunt. Like, and I don't mean that you believed it for a few minutes or whatever, because right. everybody wants to believe this. But you if know, you like live by, like, this yeah, is a phrase that like, like, if we just, if we could get you, you in, in a room and we could, mm-hmm. we could take away everything and nobody would know, and it would be the deepest parts of your soul, right? And there would be this cynicism that's been baked in for so long, all the way back to your childhood, because of the way your daddy was or whatever it is, and we could chisel it all the way out, and we find that there's this core belief inside of you that right. says people don't change no matter what. Then I think you must check your salvation. Like I, I don't think you, you you shouldn't be certain on that. It's anti-gospel, you, you, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and by the way, so whenever you whenever you notice this phrase, we'll throw it through the filter in a minute, but it's going to yeah. fail like no problem. Right. So easily. Um, when you throw this one through the filter, you can, before you throw it through the filter, you can tell like just just like, just think about how it's worded. People don't change. It almost always comes out when we use this. And by the way, I'm hammering something that I have obviously used too. Like yeah. everybody has thought this oh, yeah. about, but if you notice, here's the thing. If you notice, this phrase is only used about other people, mm-hmm. judgment of other people. Mm-hmm. It's never used about ourselves. Yeah. It's people right? you don't like. It's always against somebody that yes. has hurt you typically, or, you know, they've made mistakes over and over again or whatever it may be. Um, it's never at one's own self. Yeah, and which I which I think shows the deepest level of sinfulness in us as people. Um, it's because what we always want for ourselves is forgiveness and grace, and what we want for other people is justice. Yeah, right, and judgment. And, you know, so somebody, 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 we hurt somebody, and what we want is forgiveness and grace from God and from them. At some point, somebody hurts us. And what we want for them is justice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some judgment in there. Yeah. And we may change it over time, but that's our initial reaction always, right? Which is just shows this innate sinfulness. Um, so that you almost always hear this phrase in regard to somebody else. Um, nobody ever turns this into a personal statement of, I have never changed and I can never change. And I will never <laughs> Right, change. and I will yeah. never change. Yeah. You know, every now and then you'll get that whole, I am who I am and I ain't going to change for nobody right. kind of statement, but yeah. but it's not in the same way. And it's, it's not, yeah. You know, it's not in the same. That's me saying I'm, you know, I'm proud of who I am. Right. This, this if you turn this personal, it would be, you know, I have never changed in my life. I'm not capable of change. I never will change. I'm always going to have these same issues. I'm never going to be any different. I'm never going to progress. I'm never like right. that's the statement. So it's always used against other people, not against oneself, right, right? At all. And it also comes out like this: once a blank, always a blank, mm. right? So a lot of times that phrase right there, once a blank, always a blank, 
goes back to sexual sin of some nature, mm-hmm. right? And so once a cheater, mm-hmm. always a cheater, is mm-hmm. the iteration you always hear with this. Um, which, if you've been hurt by somebody or experienced that, it sounds right to you when you first hear it, right? right. Um, but what we, I think what we mean by statements like this is that there are going to be things that we all struggle with, right? And that some struggles are deeper for certain people, right? And that they're going to struggle with them always. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we really mean. But it comes out in this way always about somebody else. Um, and I think that this is absolutely absurd and completely through the, against the gospel. Oh, yeah. Um, I just don't even know, like, I don't even know what to do with it. Um, My first thought, like, as we're talking about this, is, like, I am so glad that no one looked at me and said, people don't change. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. that I was the, the person, like, because at some point, if everyone were to start to believe this, then we're all going to look at the rest of the world and be like, well, people don't change. Like, if this was like a Christian belief, then we're going to look at everybody else and say people don't change. And like, the church is essentially closed off to everybody else. Like, I'm so glad that I wasn't one of the people that someone looked at and said, well, people don't change. Like, she's not going to change. And like, yes, then like they just give up on you. Like, this is a statement where you're giving up on someone. If like, you, it's sad. It's heartbreaking to think of it that way. Right. Like, we're looking at somebody where like, well, people don't change, but like, that's not true. Like, what if like God wants to do something in their lives and you're just saying from I, my I perspective, agree. people don't change. So it's not going to happen. Right, it's not going to happen. Right. right. You can do what you want to over there and whatever. And I'll pray right. for you like you want to. Way but to really limit the power of God. guys. <laughs> like, if I we're going to believe you that. this statement, you might as well say, Jesus, go on and crawl back in that tomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> go on and get right. back in that tomb. I don't know if you knew, but people don't change. <laughs> people don't change. So let's you shut the whole thing down. Them. It's over <laughs> with. There's no yeah. use. Crawl back right. in the tomb. Don't, you know, I mean, like it's horrible. Right. This is, this is such a statement that should not come out of the mouth of a Christian ever, yeah. even when we are angered by somebody that's hurt us or some some, some whatever it may be, right? right. Um, like, it's just a horrible thing yeah. to believe because it just flies in the face of what we believe in Jesus Christ and the gospel. Um, yeah. So let's put it through the filter real quick. So okay. it's not going to take yeah, long. This one ain't going to take we long. Right? We've just, we we just been, been dogging it. it. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, so is it, people don't change. Is it earthly? Is it focused on the here and now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure, right? Right. Now, right now, this person is this way, and they will never be a different way. They'll always way. be this way, yeah. right? That there, and there's also not this idea of eternity in mind there. But this one's, it doesn't fail that one as obviously. Right. Um, all right, unspiritual, all on your own power. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's basically so, I mean, negating yeah. the power of God completely, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, people don't change. Yeah. Right? I mean, you definitely can't change people, but like you're counting God out of it. <laughs> I mean, you're completely taking God out yeah. of the mix, right? Yeah. You're looking at, you know, it's like you're going, well, I read the Gospels and I study, I believe in Jesus, but um, all those people that he changed, that's over with now. And so, yeah. you know, people that interact with him, they can't change. Yeah. You know, like it, it definitely is, definitely starts to focus on people's power so maybe this one is not your own personal power but it's definitely individual or human power right so people can't change in their own human power and then demonic demonic you centered right Mm. it's definitely you centered because it is completely focused on uh you and how you feel individually versus what people what god can do in people's lives right so like this one's very much a this one would come across very selfish yeah instead of it saying like you centered i think the way that you feel it is you feel this is a very selfish self-centered statement of well people can't like we were talking about before 
people can't change. I would never say that about me. Right. Right. But but people, those people can't change. Right. It's it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. It's um, awful. I think that it fails hands down. And and I, I was thinking, you know, when I was was looking at all this, I was like, this is this is crazy, right? I mean. The, the whole the whole understanding of a relationship with Jesus is that there is a literal figural, figurative there's a spiritual there's a physical there's an emotional change that we receive when we trust in Jesus Christ where we literally become him I mean, it makes any sense you know what I mean like we we receive his righteousness and so there is a everything baked into following Christ, is baked into that change of following Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And so it just it just really drives me crazy. And I I found a scripture for this one that I really like. Um, it's popped up a lot in my reading lately um, because it it gives me it gives me a whole lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll explain why. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should say, it, but we'll probably do it anyway because I'm sick. I could blame it on the medication. <laughs> um, in Second Corinthians four sixteen, I'm reading a lot of First and Second Corinthians. Recently, um, Paul says this, therefore, we do not lose heart, right? So don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day, Mm -hmm. right? And there is, it's to me, that has been such a hopeful scripture because it's like, hey, look, keep keep going. Don't lose heart, right? The, The outward, every single day, the old man is passing away. Right, and the new man is growing, and increasingly yeah. becoming, you know, like Jesus. I mean, that's that's the point that he's making here. Yeah. That the and he doesn't have to be man woman. I don't mean it that way. He doesn't mean it that way in that language either. Right. The 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 old dog is being fed less and is dying and getting skinnier, and the new dog is being fed more and is growing strong. Right. That's the whole picture here. Um, and it gives us a massive amount of hope in a season that seems rough. Like, I don't know. I don't think we've disclosed in this podcast yet, but here soon we're going to do like our next series. We're going to do um, a long series. We're going to have a bunch of guests where we talk about why in the world is a church in America in steep decline. Because um, statistically it is. Absolutely. Because I, I remember when you were telling me about this idea, if you, well, we had talked about it before, mm-hmm. but when we were standing upstairs, I was like, but how do we know? And you were like throwing out, you were like, this, this, oh, yeah. this. I mean, like, we, it's not just like we think the church is in decline just because we think it, like, it's right, like right. there's facts. Oh, no, it's, it's absolutely there. <laughs> yeah. And it has been there for a long time. Right. COVID sped it up and everybody went, what the crap, right? We right. all woke up to the same stuff that statisticians have been telling us, and specifically Christian statisticians have been telling us for now for basically since the 60s. And so, anyway, in this season of, you know, the Christian belief being pushed more to the sidelines, hmm. right? And so then, therefore, feeling like me as a Christian, I'm being pushed more to the side, right? That I'm not as influential as I used to be. I'm not, can't, you know, it's very difficult, more difficult to share Christ. It's more difficult to do all these things, right? right? It's becoming harder personally to stand up for what you believe, but not be a jerk about it, right? Yeah. Um, and so, it just it starts to and then what ends up happening is is that you end up feeling this this tug from the enemy that's like yeah this is useless right mm. it's useless trying um, and so scripture like this gives me hope that no 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 that's not true it's yeah. not true 
We do not be need to be adverse to the fight. We do not be need to be adverse to change, mm-hmm. right? That change is already happening every single day, right? We're, we're growing and we're changing every single day. And if and if and if God can do that in me, then He can do it in a bunch of other people too, right? Mm-hmm. And I would like to be a part of that. Um, but the thing is, you know, we get so caught up on change is so difficult for us, right? I mean, that's and that's really that's really one of the reasons why the church is in decline, right? right? We get so scared of change that I think we just end up saying, well, I don't want, we push against it, right? But there's hope in knowing that, no, we change every day. We're used to change. Yeah. And so don't come up with this, people don't change stuff, right? Mm-hmm. People change in Jesus. So, so as a non-Christian, a relationship with Jesus Christ is life-altering change. Mm-hmm. But then as a follower of Christ... We are still changing every single day. Mm-hmm. We are growing in him every single day. And so we cannot buy this lie that people don't change. We might as well put our Jesus flag down and not wave it anymore if we're going to say people don't change. Yeah. Because what we are pointing to in Jesus is there is real life change in Jesus. I'm mocking a flag right now <laughs> in my hand because I said flag. <laughs> um, there, that's what we're saying. Like yeah. Jesus can change, save Fix your life is what we're saying, right? That he can change everything. Right. That the key problem of humanity, right, which is sin and all of us bear, that Jesus is the solution, the only solution to that problem, which then changes the game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so we can't we can't say both. We can't do both of these. Mm-mm. You know, if you're going to post a people don't change meme on your Facebook, change your belief status in your about section Mm -hmm. to I might be, I'm not quite sure I'm a Christian because I just posted this meme. Right. Dot com. Right. Or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And a dot com at the end of it. (laughs) Anyway, that's very judgmental of me, but um, it's just, we we have to call this one out. This one's horrible. This is the one I despise more than any of them on the list. I mean, for one thing, Literally, thank God that Jesus didn't look at us and say, people yes. don't change. No, sorry. <laughs> it's a lost cause. That's essentially what you're saying about someone is they are a lost cause. And that's just heartbreaking to think of anybody in that way. Just to- Yeah, right. Because I think you can, like, I think you, you say a statement, you go, okay, well, what would be the proper way to say this? God changes people. Well, right. Yeah. I can't change people, but yeah, God can change for people. For sure, right. But then also, though, once people are in Christ, they can change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like they can, they can become a different person. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Is a push to Christians who have already been eternally changed through Jesus Christ. A push to Christians to then daily be changing in the Lord, like Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit is alive and active in the heart of a Christ follower. And so, yes, God can change people, but people in Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit, they can change, Mm -hmm. right? Like you now have the power Mm -hmm. to change. Like it's not just take this statement and go, God can change people, right? right? No, yes, true, of course. But once people are in Christ, people do change, mm-hmm. right? Because they now have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of their souls to change, mm-hmm. right? And so Working. anyway, right. Yeah, that's good stuff. I just went off there and got yes. off track. I don't know where we're no, going. No, no. I think we're concluding now. So. <laughs> this, this is the conclusion. <laughs> We'd expect to get here so fast. <laughs> I'm trying not to cough, nor oh. sneeze, nor sniffle. 
So uh, <laughs> he's fighting, fighting for his life right now. Fighting it, but this one got me fired up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. And also that verse that you were sharing—I don't know if this applies at all—but it reminded me of another verse. The verse that you were saying about um, though the outward yes. man is you know, waste, wasting, wasting away. That sounds yeah, very harsh. I don't remember what the wording was. Hold on, I'll read it for you. Yeah, read it one more time. Don't lose heart, even though our your out, our outward man is perishing. Wasting away is a translation. Probably the one you've heard before. Mm-hmm. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Right. Like every single day. So that verse reminded me of one that I keep coming across, and I like to share it with people. And it's the one that talks about, like, he who began the good work in you is yes. faithful to bring it to completion. Yes. So it's like, don't count God out. Like, you, I saw you say that to someone recently. Don't count God out. And that's don't really stuck with me. Like, right. His mercies are new every day. You're mm-hmm. being transformed. The new man's growing every day, mm-hmm. right? What was the one you just said a second ago? He who began the good work yeah. and he was faithful to bring it to completion. Yeah, and that's so not like the words, whole verse. That's right. just like a section. He of every it, but. day. He's he's working, right? Mm-hmm. He's working, and and it's a new daily thing every single day. And the picture there from these verses, the whole total picture there should be that every day we are closer to the full realized kingdom of God, mm-hmm. right? Every day we're closer to Jesus returning, establishing his kingdom, and then us being forever united with him and completely mm-hmm. healed and no pain, no suffering, no tears, no stupid cancer, no no cheating, no, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. Like every day we're closer to that. Yeah. You know, we got to hold tight um, and not discount. Don't discount. Don't count God out. Right. Don't count him out. Right. And I think that a lot of times that's what we do when we say things like, and I think we had a podcast on this 40 episodes ago or so. When we say things like, you know, all I can do is pray about it, we've immediately discounted God, right? Mm-hmm. All you can do, well, hold up. That don't make any <laughs> sense. That's yeah. like, well, I've done everything else, so such a low all i got view. left to do is pray. Right. You know, That's such just, a low view. We're just counting God out of things. Yeah. You don't want, when it comes to you changing personally, you don't want to discount God out of that, that equation yeah. for you. Um, and so don't do that for other people either. Mm. Yeah. You can't. You cannot get this piece of the gospel that you get to change, yeah, and then not give that same gospel to other people that mm-hmm. they can't change, even Absolutely. the ones who have hurt you deeply. Yeah, you know, nobody's too far gone. No, thank God. Yeah, you know we can't. We cannot believe that in our souls because when we believe that in our souls, it comes out in our theology and it comes out in our application of the gospel in the world. Like when we believe stuff like people don't change, and we would never say it out loud, but we believe right. it in our souls, right? Um, or that somebody's too far gone, or that won't happen, right? Mm-hmm. And or that people that are in that category could not be reached by the gospel. It comes out in our theology, meaning that we have now limited God, mm-hmm. right? And then it also comes out in our application of that, mm-hmm. how we actually live out the gospel, because now we don't believe that he can do anything. Right. And that's, that's the whole, the whole, our reason for believing he can do anything is that the tomb is empty. Right. Right. The tomb is empty, which means anything is possible. And we have to keep going back to that mm-hmm. and like, and believe it, you know, really believe that. Yeah. And don't count God out. Yeah. He'll finish what he started. Yeah, he's, he, he's faithful and just, mm-hmm. right, to finish what he began. Mm-hmm. So. If you're not dead, he's not done. That's, that's what it. I used to always hear when I was in youth group. It's a great one. It's a, yeah. now that's a great phrase, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, we could change that one up, too, because if you dead, he still ain't done. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, true. You know, he's still not done, even when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to somebody. I was a, it was a, we're off track now, but it was, a, it was an old, <laughs> an older lady that I was visiting, and she was, uh, this wasn't, this wasn't that 
long ago, and she's dying. And um, <clears throat> if you if I show up to visit you, you, you dying. Um, that sounds bad, doesn't it? If you ever show up to visit me, I'm like, am I dying? I don't mean that literally. I'm just saying typically. I, um, and so that sounded horrible. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Anyway, <laughs> it was a good joke, but it's just, there's so many bad ideas. But anyway, I, I showed up to talk to she, she actually is dying. And, uh, and I somehow or another got brought up that I had said recently or somebody had said or something that, um, you know, if you ain't dead, God's not done. And she goes, I don't like that statement no more. She was like, because I'm about to be dead, and I don't want him to be done. Aww. You know, the phrase obviously is if if you're not dead, then God's not done with you. Right. That's the, that's the application. Right. Right? She was like, but I don't want him to be <laughs> no, done. No, you don't want to be done. I want him to keep working. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it, got, it helped us. Uh, we actually ended up doing kind of this with that right. statement. So. You processed it We realized together. that what we were really – Saying when we say that is is he's still he's still working in you, girl. Aww. He's still working in you, and then when you're gone, uh, he's still working. Period. Right. right? Um, anyway. So. Well, thank you guys for joining us today on the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week. I liked this one. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I think we had a lot to say. Some of them have been better than others. Yeah, and for like sure. we'll have a lot to say on one, and the next one we're like, well, anyway, yeah, what do you failed. think? Let's move on yeah. to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Um, but thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week with episode eighty-one. Don't forget to follow us on social media. New episodes out every Wednesday. These are the things I say every week. (laughs) Have a great week, and we will be back with you next Wednesday. See you later. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.